Hey, what's up? Lightbolt Joe here. So, I attempted to do this already, right? I, I literally recorded a whole 15-minute episode, but it turns out the microphone was muted. So, let's hope that this fucking thing works this time, because I don't want to do this a third time. Um, let's also hope that I remember what I said, because I, I, it, it was a topic, that's for sure. I remember starting out good old days. Uh, I remember starting out this episode by saying that I was so tired about many things and I, I I didn't feel like venting at this present moment. There's so many topics I can complain about. There's so many topics that I can vent about or the uh, atrocities of life itself. But I wanted to try to keep it a little different. So I wanted to throw some theory into the mix. Now, we are going to talk about reincarnation. Welcome to episode two, Reincarnation. Now, we're not going to specifically talk about, like, you know, past life experiences or, you know, uh, signs of a past life experience, nothing like that. Not in this episode. We're going to talk about theory. So, Reincarnation theory. So, many years ago, I was working at a shoe store in the mall. I'm not going to name the company. We don't need to go into that. But it was a shoe store. We sold shoes. And it was in the mall. As many of this particular brand of shoe store uh, is in many a malls. So the guy who hired me, he's awesome. We'll, we'll just, we're going to keep names out of this as well. And it was me, him, and uh, this other kid that was hired. We were hired to seasonal help way back in the day. And then we were kept on as, as you know, regular associates. So it was the three of us. I, I don't I don't remember how we got into it. I I feel like we were talking about like comics or superhero movies or sci-fi stuff or aliens or something, right? So like the question came up if the theory of reincarnation exists. And oh also this is this hypothetical takes place in the future, right? We've colonized Mars. Okay. If the theory if the theory of reincarnation exists and you're born on Earth and you die on Mars, where do you reincarnate? Do you reincarnate on Mars where you died or do you reincarnate on Earth where you're born? So, I will ask the question again. If the theory of reincarnation exists, if you're born on Earth and you die on Mars... Where do you reincarnate? Where does your soul reincarnate? Now, of course, we go into the question, what is a soul? So a soul is the life force, right? Different mythologies, different religions have their own word for it. A soul, there was, a, there was an experiment, actually, um, this guy did, keeping that theory of if energy is neither created nor destroyed, where does it go, right? So if a soul is just your energy, your essence, part of your being, your spirit, where does it go if it is separated from your body? Obviously, your body physically is running on internal organs. Your brain is a nerve function. It's, you know, sending out different things through synapses and saying, hey, move your finger and your, your finger moves. Or if you have disorders, you know, you can move limbs without thinking about it. You know, it's just certain tics or Parkinson's or things like that, right? The body is a wondrous place. So, 
<clears throat> a soul, there was an experiment a long time ago, and I can't remember the guy's name, but it, it, it hits the meme circuit ever so often. He was like doing an experiment on this woman who was dying, and it wasn't invasive. He had a, a weighted system on the bed. You know, like how fat people, when they go to the hospital on um, My 600 Pound Life, Dr. Nozarden, he uh, weighs people on the bed. Like there's a scale on the bed because they're too fat, they can't stand on the scale. So like certain beds have weights on them or certain beds are weighted. I don't know how you say it. And this guy had a weighted bed. So he had this patient on the cusp of death and he weighed her. And then as the moment she died, as soon as she died, he weighed her again. And the difference was one point something pounds. So where the hell did the one point something pounds go if it wasn't equated for the quote unquote soul, the essence of her being, her spirit, the life force that had left her physical form, right? The butterfly has left the chrysalis. Okay. So if you're 1.5, let's say 1.5, I think it was like 1.3, 1.3 pounds of energy leaves your body. Where the hell does it go, right? Different religions have different theories, different mythologies, which are different religions. What is a myth, right? A myth is a story. So religions are myths, right? Religions are following books that are collected of different stories. A myth is a story, okay? So modern religion is just future mythology, okay? Sure, that sounds great. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go into mythology at another date. I love mythology. Mythology is incredible, but it's not the point of this story. The point of this story is to test theory on reincarnation. So there's a lot of factors to that question that exist. If you're born on Earth and you die on Mars, where do you reincarnate? Do we want to talk about actual physics in regards to gravitational pull of planets? So if you're if you die on Mars, then theoretically you are going to reincarnate on Mars because your soul, your 1.3 pounds of life, your essence, is there's no way in hell it's going to be able to break the gravitational pull of the planet to then travel all the way back to Earth. What is it like a five month trip? in a spaceship from Earth to Mars, something like that. That's the calculations that I keep hearing. Five months in a spaceship. So how long would it take for a soul to travel by itself without any rockets to get from Mars to Earth? Couldn't tell you, and I don't think it's possible. But again, this is theory, so who knows? Anything's possible. So I think, if we're talking about physics, if you are born on Earth and you die on Mars, your soul would reincarnate on Mars because of the gravitational pull. And obviously in reverse, if you're born on Mars and you die on Earth, you would stay, you would reincarnate on Earth. If you're born on Earth and you travel to Mars and you travel back to Earth and you die on Earth, then you probably are going to reincarnate back on Earth. Again, gravitational pull speaking. In a metaphysics speaking, so metaphysics is that gray area between the supernatural and physics, science, right? Magic is only science not discovered yet. It's a, that's a quote from many, many authors, many science fiction authors in the late 1800s, the early 1900s say that line, magic is just science we haven't discovered yet. L. Frank Baum talks about that in a lot of his uh, Wizard of Oz books. The wonderful Wizard of Oz books, the Land of Oz books, that, that series talks a lot about technology that we use today that he was writing about in 1900, 1902, 1904, cell phones, laptops, satellites, the internet, like crazy stuff that man was writing about. And everybody now knows just because of the musical, but whatever. Say la vie. We'll talk about that another time. 
So, magic is just science we have not discovered yet. Good. More theory thrown into the mix. So, let's say there's a spaceport in between Earth and Mars, okay? This spaceport is used for travel. So, instead of five solid months of travel, you're going to do two and a half months to the spaceport, stretch your legs, get some food, I don't know, eat some freeze-dried apples, which are my favorite freeze-dried foods, by the way, and uh, then, you know, get all bundled up and go for the next two and a half months on your trip to Mars. Let's say you're born on Mars, and you travel to the spaceport, right? And you die at the spaceport, which is in the direct middle of Earth and Mars. Where in the hell do you reincarnate, right? Do you reincarnate to the whatever closest planetary system is orbiting near you? Because of that orbital field, it's not technically a gravitational field. Gravitational field would be like the pull on the planet itself. Orbiting would be like the surrounding stuff falling into its, you know, gravitational pull. Or do you, like, just stay and haunt the ship, the spaceport? It's possible, right? I mean, like, ghosts stay in haunted houses, so, like, could you as a ghost stay in a spaceport? I don't see why not. Another question being brought into this hypothetical Let's say the spaceport is closest to Earth when you die. Do you then stay on the spaceport? Do you then just somehow drift back to Earth? Do you hitch a ride on the space shuttle, wherever the hell it's going, back to Mars or back to Earth? There are so many answers to this question. There is no wrong answer to this question. If you're born on Earth and you die on Mars, where do you reincarnate? There is no wrong answer. Another hypothetical thrown into the mix. Let's say... You are born on Mars, you go to the spaceport, you go to Earth, you go back to the spaceport, and in between the spaceport and Mars, you die on the spaceship. But there's an asteroid passing at the same exact moment that your soul, your life force, your 1.3 pounds of energy, decides to leave your body. <clears throat> And obviously, the asteroid is much bigger than the spaceship. So, by that theory of physics, because it has a larger surface area, would you be more inclined, soul-wise, to be like pulled towards the asteroid which is passing? And on this asteroid, there happens to be a space flea. And the space flea happens to be pregnant with eggs. And would you then, soul-wise, be reincarnating into the egg the space flea to then be a space flea on this asteroid until the asteroid crashes on a planet and then they take over as their own aliens it's possible because again you're throwing physics into the mix it is the largest surface area it is the largest body of mass of matter that's passing you um or are you confined to the spaceship that you happen to die on there are no wrong answers to this question no wrong answers to this question. And that's the beauty of theory. It's a theory. You could pull this fact from your ass and that fact from somebody else's ass, but it all comes down to theory. You can't prove any of this because we can't travel to Mars. Once we can travel to Mars, then we can prove this. But that ain't for a long time. I will be dead way before 
We colonize Mars. Let's put it that way. And honestly, there's no need to colonize Mars. Mars is already a dead planet. I don't know why we keep exploring Mars when we've only been to the moon once. We have an international space station which collects data and does its experiments in different countries participate. And I'm very happy about that. All that inclusivity. Obviously, the world would never come together unless there's an outside force invading and it's hostile. I get it you know, teamwork, but like, it's unfortunate. Humanity is just so selfish, especially Americans. Um, in the mindset here, I am rambling, right? I'm just, I'm rambling at this point. It's, it's a thing. It happens, but I don't understand why billionaires keep investing in these companies to colonize Mars when you can just help the planet that we're on. You know, there was, there's a Justin Bieber song, I don't know, from 10, 15 years ago, however, however long he's been around. Oh, nine, I think he came out. So what? 12 years ago? One of the songs was talking about 6 billion people in the world. And then one of his brand new songs talks about 8 billion people in the world. That means that we have grown 2 billion people in the duration of Justin Bieber's music career, which is 12 years. That is scary. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Biebs. The Biebs tells no lies. But like, that's scary to think mathematically in 2009 or 8, whenever he was recording that song. There were 6 billion people in the world, and whenever he just recorded this brand new song, which talks about 8 billion people in the world, that's terrifying. Terrifying. That means we're going to have, what, 10 billion people in the next 10 years? That is far too many people. Far too many people. But if we grow farms vertically instead of horizontally and urbanize farming, that way that food can be transported much easier to people, especially in urban districts, it, it, there's so many there's so many ways there's so many green ways to 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 do this to make sure that we're all fed and healthy and clothed and well but like we got a lot of hurdles to cross especially uh here in the states it's <clears throat> the best way to say it so after my rambling of speeches the theory of reincarnation again there's there's so many other topics everybody not everybody, but those of you who are conscious to looking through the veil, looking through the mist, are aware of how many, not specific numbers of past lives you've had, or is this your actual first life, or is this your second life? We can go on and on and on about that. I wanted this particular episode to be specifically on that theory of reincarnation, specifically within different planetaries, uh, planetary travel. If you're born on Earth and you die on Mars, where do you reincarnate? It is a great conversation starter, and this all started because three bros happened to be working at a shoe store during Christmas time at a mall on a Tuesday night when no one was coming in because we were in a blizzard warning. And that's the joys of retail. On to the next episode. Mucho mahalo.